Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful, sunny now, as of today, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about the Mormon Articles of Faith. We're going to be talking about what... It's a What Mormons Believe episode, <laughs> and this time it's really what they believe. Yeah. It is their express... It's the list. ...list of things that they believe. Yeah. It's the list. It's the one. It's it's the big... It's the top 13. <laughs> they really should have stopped at 10, don't you think? It always was strange that it's 13 Articles of Faith. Yeah. I don't know. Especially since 13 is such an unlucky number. I know. What was Joseph Smith thinking? What was he? Well, we'll get into that. We'll solve that question later on in the show. <laughs> but first, All right. we'll tell some stories. Why don't you tell a story? All right. Um, well, North Carolina this week. That's a state uh-huh. in this union of ours. Has passed a bill in their state legislature that is blocking LGBT protections that have been passed on the city uh, and local level, right? So, you know, cities will do this. They'll say, hey, we want to, you know, allow for uh, some LGBT protections in housing or workplace or whatever. Mostly what happens is cities say, hey, we're good. We're like nice people living in a state full of assholes. (laughs) Let's at least on our level... Make sure that gay people can get a house. Yeah. Cannot be fired just for being gay. Absolutely. All of those things. And so their legislature wanted nothing to do with that. Fie on it. And they so said. they've they've overturned those protections. Oh, great. And in particular, <laughs> uh, the, the wording is um, very interesting uh, because there's sort of a general... Um, sort of prevention of non-discrimination ordinances, you know, that's happening. It's just this general thing, right? Just a wash. You can't, you cannot pass an ordinance that prevents discrimination. And then they say that, uh, that you cannot pass anything that would allow, quote, a man to use a woman's bathroom, shower, or locker room. Oh, good. Thank God. (laughs) We're protected from... From the, that. From the trans people. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's definitely who they're targeting. Obviously. Um, but, um, but also, there was also just this rash of men walking into men, women's bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Apparently that happens guess, all the time. You know? So, I mean, just a, a, a huge misunderstanding of what, a, what, of what it means to be trans. Well, what's amazing about yeah. that is that, uh, it kind of leaves them open. Like the wording is such a misunderstanding of what a trans person is that a, you know, a man who or, or a, a, a person who was born, who was assigned the gender of male at birth, but is actually in point of fact, female. Right. As in a trans person, a, tra- I, a trans woman, because what they're worried about is trans women going into women's bathrooms. Mm hmm. But a trans woman, by many people's definition, nothing to do with a man. Yes, but <laughs> there, there's wording in here. Oh, that, that defines what a man is? It's the sex listed on the birth certificate. Oh. I see. <laughs> right. So. 
They got that's around what's it. important here. Yeah, folks. the only thing that's important is: did you have a penis when you came out of your mom, mm-hmm. or did you have a vagina? Mm. What about people who had both? Any, nope. Any word on that? Well, it depends. No, what matters is what was written on the birth certificate, <laughs> right? So, if the doctor decided to assign you to one, right? Then, or if your parents, or if your parents, in consultation with your doctor, yes, yeah. Then, ta-da! That's what you are! Yeah, congratulations. Period. That's the end of the story. And thank God, because now everyone's protected. (laughs) Thank (laughs) God. Because all of those prevert trans people going into bathrooms with with their ulterior motives of pooping. Who was it that was talking about? (laughs) There was some comic was was talking about how how it's... It's a very long... They're playing the long game here, right? (laughs) These trans folks who have decided to live as women, undergo operations, hormone therapy... Encounter horrible, horrible uh, treatment (laughs) by by everyone that they meet. Just so they can go into a a women's restroom. Oh, those sly, sly bastards. (laughs) They've figured out... They've they've decoded the... the, yeah. And, and like what? <sighs> there you go. Anyway, uh, I, and I'm just going to tack on to that because I, I have my own stories. But uh, when you oh. said that that that, that you were going to do that story, uh, I there's another thing. Georgia is basically doing something very, very similar right now. Oh, and are they? in some some trouble now. I think the, the did the North Carolina thing. Was it ratified? The, did the governor? Uh, I think he already signed it into uh, law. It was like and they rushed that thing through, didn't they? Yeah, it was signed by Governor Pat McCrory that evening. Right. Because they, uh, they called... So what happened is, I guess, like within- Charlotte last month passed some uh, nice um, anti-discrimination you know, laws for their own city. Right. Right. And the legislature, and in particular the, the governor probably, just sat there fuming for yes. a couple weeks oh. and, then, and was like... Fuck it, we're going to take care of this now. Yeah. And he called a special session. And they and they and just they, plowed this thing through uh-huh. in a day. Yeah. It was all done super hastily. I was reading about it. Like like legislators had like 20 minutes to read the bill. Dear God. Before they before they voted on it. And I it, don't think it there was shocking. I don't think there was any like debate. Shocking. Or there was like 5 minutes of debate. Anyway, uh in in Georgia what has happened is that they passed a uh, the 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 legislature passed a law that was basically a they call it the re- a religious liberty law. <laughs> and what, Ooh, okay, of course, uh, yeah, of course. It's, There's it, none of that in this land of ours. Well, yeah, especially when it's there to protect the Christians mm-hmm. of Georgia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is this isn't about making sure that Satanists and Muslims can practice their religions freely. Let's, mm. let's be clear. Mm. But what it is there to do is to protect all of those poor clergymen who might be forced by Obama to do gay marriages or, you know, all the oh, all the that's what happens. Yeah, it's basically this is also about being allowed if you have a sincerely held religious belief mm. to discriminate against homos because mm-hmm. uh, God, they're gross. Mm. Uh, so, so yes, this is about uh, discrimination in that respect, and they passed it. And now, the go- this governor, uh, Governor Deal of of Georgia, does not Nathan Deal is his name. Uh, he 
he has not been hasty about signing this bill, and a whole lot of shit's coming down on him because um, uh, corporations, major corporations that do lots of major business in mm. Georgia, mm-hmm. in and around Georgia, mm. uh, are saying, don't sign this bill, including Disney. Oh, and no. Marvel, no. who film like major films in Georgia, yeah, they're saying we're not going to shoot there anymore. You yeah. you sign this, we're not going to shoot there. Yeah. So. so what does it come down to? Is it where, where are we at? Yeah, like, well, it, he's making a decision. Oh, he's got he's got until when does he have until? He has until uh, May third oh, to no. decide whether mm-hmm. to sign the legislation. Oh. But like. AMC Networks, which shoots Walking Dead, yeah. they're, they're like, don't do this. Wow. Uh, I mean, they're facing repercussions, not unlike the, uh, was it Indiana? Indiana passed a law, and then like like every business in the world said, oh, nope, fuck it, we're leaving. And right. they were like, wait, 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 we were kidding. That it, was a mistake. That was not, the, we were Sorry. just. <laughs> we were just kidding. Psych. <laughs> just a joke. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to move right. on. Yeah. Um. Because I've been I've been gone. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there are a couple of news stories that I wanted to get to, but didn't get. But so they're uh, you know a few weeks old. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Mm. Anyway, this one is uh, is is good news. Uh, have you heard of pre- our president, Mr. Barack Obama? Mm. You heard of that guy every once in a while. I think that's good. Makes the news. Yes, indeed. Uh, he apparently uh, will is is eliminating. Most federal funding for abstinence-only programs. Yeah, I heard that. In his new budget, uh, it eliminates... So, obviously, uh, in the Bush era, Uh uh, faith-based initiatives were all the rage. (laughs) And uh, especially in in the case of, like, sex ed that involved actually no sexual education whatsoever. Right. So now, so now all of the... Why would you? Right, exactly. So Obama is now undoing that damage, and because uh, it's like a it's the tune of like a hundred and ten million dollar federal dollars going to abstinence only faith based uh, sex ed. Oh and, my god! Uh, Seriously? And he's pulling it. Wow! So that was very clever, well played, Mr. President. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. he's trying to turn us into a Sodom mm-hmm. and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And hmm. I like both. Well, at least it's getting the 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 dangerous thing out. It's not getting sex based sex ed right right <laughs> into the schools, but it is at least getting the abstinence only out. Or the truly damaging one is like let's 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 get this let's get this out. Or if I know various parts of our country the way I like to think I do, what this means is there will still be abstinence only education for these students it will just now be underfunded abstinence only education <laughs> so it'll be even worse somehow they've managed to make it Don't all do worse it. <laughs> you get the let's see it's usually the one of the coaches who yeah, teaches exactly. health exactly right? yeah he is. and uh and now he doesn't even have like materials <laughs> no. with which to teach now he's just pulling shit off of the internet and going <laughs> all right here's what you don't do don't uh, do sex. Don't do oral sex. Don't touch. No right. canoodling. Yeah. You kids. Yeah. Now drop and give me 20. That's how it goes. 
All right. Well, and then can... driver's ed in the summer. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, I'm going to uh, go go back to Georgia for a second. Oh, I take yeah. that midnight train. Yeah. Um, we have uh, parents in the state of Georgia who are upset by uh, the teaching of yoga in in the schools. Oh. Terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh and uh, they're they're <laughs> they're of course concerned because it's a far east religion. And yeah. uh and they Yoga is a religion? They yeah. It's they're offended by the far east religion of yoga. <laughs> and uh you know, the, all that breathing and mindfulness and bending bending it's mostly just it's terrible. mostly just breathing and bending breathing bending Which, well apparently the curriculum that was being uh taught did have a lot of focus on mindfulness oh god they were uh it's the worst for really pushing uh at the beginning of classes like every period they would like take a minute to breathe and yeah the last thing a parent should want center themselves is a child who's actually mindful and alert in school yeah that would be the worst thing they could be so <laughs> so they're going to continue teaching yoga uh-huh but they are stripping it of <laughs> anything that could be tied to eastern religion so well, okay. and, and among amongst which is the Sanskrit re- greeting namaste, well, which uh, means I bow to you. It means hello and goodbye. That's all it <laughs> fucking means. I, I fucking I love the namaste thing because <sighs> let me tell you something about, about yoga. And this is something I learned on my trip to India. Mm. Yoga only became a religion when it came to y- the United States of America. That's when it became a religion. That's when it became everybody's like, everybody worships at the, because trust me, why are you shushing me? Don't don't tell the truth. Okay. (laughs) No, no. Don't don't illuminate. Right. Right. The the situation with truth, please. (laughs) Let me tell you something about namaste, because I once sat in a coffee shop and heard a woman, a, a very annoying woman, give a lecture to the guys that she was with about what namaste means. Oh, and it was, yeah. do you know what it means? It means the light in me <laughs> acknowledges the light in you. And then I went to India. Uh-huh. First of all, while she's saying that, I had to Google it. And I'm right. like, no, it doesn't. doesn't it mean doesn't that. mean that at all. It does not mean that. Uh, and then I went to India and you know what? There's, it takes a little bit of the special spiritual glow off of a word uh-huh. when the stewardess on your plane says it to you as you board and leave. Did she like uh, place her hands to heart center and say namaste? <laughs> no. No? Namaste is the equivalent of oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Namaste. Bye-bye. Namaste. Hi. Namaste. Welcome aboard. Namaste. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's what that's what yoga is there. Yoga there. I I asked a guy who had one of our guides. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a practicing uh, uh, Hindu. Yeah. He uh, appreciates that religion deeply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also he also has a twenty minute a day yoga practice that he does. Oh, okay. Uh, and I said, so is the yoga practice a spiritual practice for you? He said, he looked at me like I was crazy, and he was like. No, it's exercise. Bending and stretching. The fuck are you talking Balance. about? And yes. then I talked about yoga with, with one of my with one of my Muslim guides uh-huh. in India. And he does yoga. And I was like, 
Doesn't it have Hindu roots? And he was like, no, they don't own yoga. Wow. It's, it's exercise. What are you talking about? I think that those Indian men have gone astray. <laughs> they have gone astray. <laughs> no, so... According um, to Georgia. So, namaste is banned. Good. Placing hands Because it heart- annoys me anyway, so good. I'm glad that one's gone. Placing hands to heart center is banned. Okay, good. Coloring I- pages with the symbol of the mandala. <laughs> banned! <laughs> Man- <laughs> right? Um... Uh, uh, using or teaching uh, about crystals having healing powers. Banned. Good. Yeah. Good. Get yeah. rid of that. Well, I say good on all this, yeah. to be honest. I'm happy with every this single is, one of these this things. This is all good. But <laughs> here's what parents have to say. Okay. No prayer in schools. Some don't even say the Pledge of Allegiance, yet they're pushing ideology on our students. Some of those things are religious practices that we don't want our children doing in our schools. Right. I would love to hear what ideology these people think they're pushing on a kid to, by making them say namaste. Right. Tell now, me the ideology of that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that was mother, uh, Cobb County mother Susan Jaramillo. Jaramillo. Oh. Oh, yeah. um, and now... Christopher Smith uh, shared this sentiment on Facebook. Now we can't pray in our schools or practice Christianity, but they are allowing this Far East mystical religion with crystals and chants to be practiced under the guise of stress release meditation. This is very scary. It's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid bitches. And then he says he directed people to Google mindfulness indoctrination. Oh, not mindfulness. That's what this is. Don't don't Google no, mindfulness. No. You, you, that might actually get you information that, about what it about is. About what it is. Go Google <laughs> mindfulness indoctrination, and then you'll find the the some far right wing. Oh, it's just nut jobs. Terrible warnings about Ugh. about how mindfulness will kill your Jesus. Yeah, and then final defense. Hmm? This is Cheryl Crawford. She's a yoga instructor. Uh, she's taught in, uh, several Atlanta area schools, mm-hmm. although not, not the school that kind of got everything going. Um, but, uh, she says, um, it's a way to get children, uh, aware of their, their breath patterns, their tendencies and habits. Oftentimes they're focused outwardly. They're not focused inwardly. It helps them if they're very worried. It's a physical act, but if you're using your mind, um, and your breath. Oh, it's a physical act, but you're using your mind and your breath. Right. Great. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's not, doesn't sound too scary to me. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. But yeah, get get the pseudo-religious crap out. Yeah, I'm all and for it. And it's good. I'm all I'm, for I'm it. I'm actually on the side of these uh, Christian parents yeah. who are all up in arms. <laughs> now, they're all up in arms for for silly reasons they're stupid but i, but I actually the, the end result yes i agree with yeah just don't kick I'm it out entirely it. You're, keep it keep it in there for the for its good stuff it i love that they uh that you know these parents are absolutely right about the whole yeah crystals are bullshit now turn that same critical eye to your stuff oh mm, no, no, no nope can't do that yeah because if they would <laughs> they'd, they would throw christianity right back in the schools right um hey you remember how a bunch of mormons went into oregon and took over a federal building for a minute and yeah then uh then they got like 
hauled off to jail and stuff. <laughs> you remember that? Something about it. Uh, I just wanted to point out that, uh, so, so you know, at least one of them, uh, one Miss Shauna Cox, that's oh. right, there was at least one girl. Um, she was very popular. There, she's, uh, she's named in the, uh, the, the United States District Court uh, uh, complaint, United States of America versus Ammon Bundy, John Reitzinger, Joseph O'Shaughnessy, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, so, so she is, this is her, she is under criminal, uh, 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 she's, 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 she's going to go to jail is the idea. (laughs) She is countersued. No. Yes. Who? Uh, the, the United States of America. Oh no. Yes. Oh, this is going to go well for her. Uh, so what, what is she, what's the suit? She, uh, her, her countersuit, um, (laughs) she has, she alleges, uh, damages from the works of the devil. Uh, in excess of, do you want to guess what her, what damages she's asking for? One billion dollars. Six hundred and sixty-six billion, six hundred and sixty-six million, six hundred and sixty-six thousand, six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. She, she claims that, uh, that, that. Uh, she's listed a, ro- a wide array of people she plans to subpoena, uh, including uh, ranchers in the western United States, judges, uh, prosecutors, uh, Oregon's current and former governor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> local and state police officers, FBI agents, and, quote, various law professors. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the law professors... Uh, they because know they, because they opined. They, yes, they know what's going on. <laughs> Not, yeah. She says what, she's, she, she says that so that the that, that, that she uh, wait a second. Yeah, wait a second. I think she might be crazy. What? No, 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 no. We're talking about the Oregon occupiers. No, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, they're the sanest uh, that our country has to offer. This is. No. Well, I thought they were. <laughs> right. It they seemed made so that. much sense. Until now. Until now. This really, this broke it for me, Dan. She says uh, that a lot of the people that she's, uh, that she will be subpoenaing have, uh, have worked to subvert the constitutional government and impose socialism, communism, mm. and imperialism types of government onto the people of the United States of America. <laughs> Probably by not letting them graze their cattle for free on public land. <laughs> That's the main issue. Pro- uh, well, it's a good thing that she's doing and this. All of this is worth six hundred and sixty-six billion dollars. <laughs> I feel this like is a Mormon woman. I feel like we owe. Wait, this to is her. this woman Mormon? Uh, I or is she just a they crazy? Were, they were all Utah. Mormon. They they were all Mormon. It was like where is she getting off doing the whole Mark of the Beast thing? Mormons don't get off on that, do they? I don't know. I think she just found a number that tickled <laughs> her fancy. Sense. I mean, honestly, we did the same thing with our phone number. Yeah. <laughs> but just to make sure Christians don't call. Right. Because they exactly. won't be able to bring themselves to punch in the numbers. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, there you all go. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, here's another kind of, well. A little yeah. more kooky? A little more kooky. This is interesting. Yeah. Desert News. 
That's that's our, our one of our local papers. One of our local the one that dailies the one that's owned by our local church. <laughs> uh, they put a poll into the field mm. asking Utahns who they're going to vote for. Oh, for the president. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, which we just uh, we just decided on our on our uh, primary business yeah. comes in in the following order. Okay, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, huh? Okay, that's if that's if those are the three, it, right? So they they did the hypothetical right. Clinton v versus Trump versus Trump, and she beats him by a little bit, not outside the margin of error, which right. was like a four percent margin of error, um, but still, but still, uh, Bernie Sanders uh, beats Trump by how much? Beats Trump. 48% to 37%. Damn. Now, of course, if you ask the question about Ted Cruz... It's a different story. It's a totally different story. Yes. Or about even uh, John Kasich. Totally, oh, especially totally John different. Kasich. Yeah, totally Utah's love John Kasich. Yeah. Well, they seem to be liking Cruz plenty these days. Well, I, but I know a lot of... I, I, I saw a lot of conservative Utah voters voting for Cruz to make sure that Trump... So that to make because yeah they're playing the way it's the way it shakes down in Utah right now uh-huh. uh, because they changed everything is that if you get more if you got more than fifty percent of the vote mm-hmm. in Utah if one candidate gets more than fifty percent then they get all the delegates all the delegates otherwise it's divided up proportionally yeah. Yeah. and they were just trying to make sure that Trump didn't get any delegates right. But but they but they did it behind Cruz instead of Kasich. You'd right. think that they anyway. Nonetheless, none the none the less. Uh, so Donald Trump, yeah, if he makes his way, Utah has a very good chance. I mean, this is all based on if the election were held today, right? right. Like the Republicans in this state are still pissed about trump and angry about trump and sure. trump hasn't swung to the middle if he's going to right, right? like no. what is what right now i don't think any of us know where he stands on anything where, where is so he gonna what, go what middle we no, don't even, know we, he, but, he could be a liberal and none of us would know that <laughs> well, he could be the, the most liberal out there because he hasn't made any policy positions yeah. he hasn't made, he doesn't we don't know anything about this guy i would say that that whole wall thing he's oh, been the, really clear about the wall he's been clear about the wall that's right? true and immigration and uh we, and, we, we, and we, he we really doesn't like anybody from the middle east right he's very clear about that so he, except he, maybe jews except he, maybe he, israel he he outdoes even the most rabid republican on on issues of immigration on racism you know? and that yeah, sort of thing yeah. he's really good at racism <laughs> He's, he's, he's the best at racism. Look, I'm the be- I'm the best at racism. I'm really good at racism. There's nobody that's going to be better than race than me at racism. I'm going to be the best. Yeah, I got the classiest racism. I got the best racism. Yes, indeed. So he, uh, yeah, I, 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 this would be the first time that Utah has uh, gone with a Democrat for for president. Yeah, uh, in over fifty years. Oh. Uh. Do yeah, you, were, that, you, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Do, if, you know, do you know the last time Utah voted for a Democrat? Who do you know who it? it was for? No. Uh, Lyndon Johnson. Isn't that, that fascinating? That's weird. Isn't that bizarro? 
But yeah. you know what? This but was a was, different uh, environment in yeah, the state. Yeah, it was uh, Goldwater. Yeah. Who, uh, he was running against at the time. Nobody liked that and guy. And Utah was just like, nah, let's just, let's just go with Lyndon La- Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, listening out there in podcast land, <laughs> I have to, I, I can't express to you enough how extreme things have to be for Utah <laughs> to vote for a a liberal, right? B a socialist, a, a democratic, democratic socialist, socialist. Uh-huh. or C the Antichrist herself, Hillary Rodham Clinton. The, like, issue, the issue here is a lot of people stay home. There's a lot of, of course, and and that was built into the poll. They right. they, they were asking that. Would you vote or you know right? X, Y, or Z, however it shakes out. Would you stay home? However it shakes out. For one of those two people to get Utah's electoral votes, (laughs) like, holy shit. Well, I've got a good friend who's a Republican mother, you know, Mormon Republican mother, Uh has uh, jumped ship already. On, on and signed up to be a Democrat. Holy shit! So she could vote for Bernie. Damn. She's a Mormon mother for Bernie. Right. Because because there's nothing more distasteful than Hillary. Right. Like <laughs> Hillary's the most distasteful thing on the earth to these people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except apparently for one Donald Trump. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Well, I mean, just think about it though. Mormons just on sort of temperament. Mm. would reject Donald Trump. Yes. Right? Uh, just on that level. Right. It, 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 Mormons, hate, Mormons hate conspicuous consumption. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're fine with people being billionaires as yeah. long as they are uh, uh, toned down about the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. They love their Mitt Romney. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, well, and that's the other thing. Uh, Mitt came out so hard against Trump. And then Trump came out so hard against Mitt. And here's the thing. You can tell Mormons, you know, a lot of things. But if you attack one of their sacred cows, and Mitt is definitely one a Mormon cow, uh, you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Something well, else. There you go. Well, I'm going to take us to La Bella Italia. Ah, Italia. Uh, back to 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 Rome where uh, Roma where they practice a religion I don't know if you've heard of it called Catholicism. Ah. Cath- the the Catholic, the Cathols. I don't uh-huh. know if you, I don't know if you know the Cathols. The Cathols. They're they're good people. They well, sh- sure. Um <laughs> Catholici. You, know, you see. Uh so these guys uh have long you know, had you know they have these big cathedrals and whatnot, and they have cathedrali. See, <laughs> would you do? How many times do you want me to to derail you with Italian? No, now I want you to just translate everything that I say. Oh dear God, my Italian's too rusty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, there is there's long been this sort of interesting thing that where it's like we welcome. You know, if if you and I travel to Italy and we want to go into uh, one of their cathedrals, we're welcome. Yes, indeed. We're absolutely welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a Muslim would be welcome to go into one of their cathedrals. Yes. Their cathedrals are for all. They are welcoming to all. That is true. Yeah. yeah. You can go in, look around. Right. They don't even care, for the most part, 
like how much you're, you're even behaving like a tourist as long as you're not like being like, yeah i mean disrespectful or dressed inappropriately you probably or, can't yodel right while you're in there but you can you can talk amongst yourselves about right. non-religiousy things you can take pictures St. peter's is no it's not reverent no in there not you no. know there's yeah people yammering all about right taking yeah shit tons of pictures right with flashes on even yeah which is which is great (laughs) for these priceless paintings and whatever Uh, although i having listened to the last two episodes of this show of which i was not a part uh mm. apparently they're not priceless works of art apparently they're just (laughs) propaganda they're propaganda very expensive well-produced propaganda i i so disagree with so many points that you two made on the last two on the last two things i think think you were way off base on oh shoot i was i almost wrote in i almost wrote into my own (laughs) podcast to say anywho uh all of that notwithstanding there is there is one bit of decorum that is a new bit of decorum that is now requested of of people who come into the thing. Oh, uh, a bishop, one Mister, uh, where is he? Fausto Tardelli mm. um, has now issued a statement saying, uh, asking or telling priests not to allow Muslims to pray in their in their Catholic cathedrals. Is this something that's been going on? Apparently, I don't know. I mean, I think that what's been happening is that priests have been very generous and just said, you know, I know that I think what often happens actually is uh-huh. I see that you are in a hostile environment. Right. And that you want to practice your religion right. in peace. Right. Come into my building. Right. Do your thing. Don't I mean don't make a big issue out of it, but come into my building and have your worship or whatever. Like this is a good idea. It is a good idea for them It is to reach Muslims out. Re- typically respond to walking into an idolatrous setting to i don't know because, because, because i mean it is i mean muslims are really strict against any like uh like um like representation of of like religious figures or right. even human beings right or that's why all the the geometric shapes are everywhere in right there in their mosques, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they, the, the calligraphy, the Arabic calligraphy, which is its own sort of, you yeah, know, that, ver- very, very well-developed artistic right. expression, right? Right, because they don't have the imagery of their saints. That, right. That would be, that would be anathema to them. Right. Uh, so, so, yeah, to, that's to walk an into a point. cathedral where there are representations of Christ. Who Everywhere is, you look. Yeah, which is... A figure and Mary, both figures both, that, that, yeah. that, that, that are in the Quran. Prophets of of the Islamic faith. Yeah. And there they are. Yeah, that's up a on great the, point. Up on the wall. Uh, why the fuck would these people want to go in there? That's a fantastic point. Right. That's really why, interesting. Why would it even happen? Now, maybe in the spirit of being ecumenical. Yeah, they, I mean, they, I think it, I think it's about like refugees, mostly. I, they, they just need a, a place. They just need a place. And well, maybe so, they have like a room somewhere that's yeah for Sunday school that right that know, may be it you can put a Kleenex over the crucifix right not anymore not anymore because of this Fausto guy yeah he's well, not fuck a, you Fausto yeah Fausto <laughs> your <laughs> father Fausto what was it Tardelli Tardelli oh man uh, he, so so there you go I, I I do think that's interesting do you remember you know when I did that interview with the the Bishop of London yes. low, low those years ago mm. 
uh, he was interesting. He was very much uh, a sort of reach out to the to the Islamic people in his parish mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He said he 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 opened one of their mosques with them. Mm. stuff. So that's lovely. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, the truth is that I think a lot all these big religions sort of have a gentleman's agreement among them all of like. I'll respect your cuckoo bananas if you respect my cuckoo bananas mm-hmm. and then and then we'll you know band together and and it's not okay to to be mean to cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Which is why we as as atheists get in so much trouble because right. we don't respect the agreement. Right. The agreement is you're not allowed to make fun of religion. You have to mm. respect re- people's religion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how stupid yeah. it is. Yeah. Um yeah, the whole good neighbors thing. Yeah. I wish more people could could get on board with that. I've always wondered about the what is it a, that Pentecostal church over on North Temple, uh-huh. right next to that little mosque <laughs> across the street from the Taco Bell. Across the street from the Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. You should go there. No, I don't want. To. I think you should go in. It's two two re- two faiths that I have no interest in. Islam and Pentecostal. <laughs> yeah. I think you Pentecostal should... even less than right. Islam. Yeah, um, I think you should go to both. No. Uh, I think you should join both of those religions. And eat tacos? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You're a pentataco. Oh. I think that's good. Anywho, uh, is that it? Do we have, are that's we done it. with the stories? That's it. Man. All right, kids, if you want to write in. I can't in, believe that that's it, but that's it. Right on in, folks. Uh, you can write into us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or... You can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, so you have to be let in. Yeah. And it might take a minute, so be patient. Yes, indeed. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to, are we going to listen gonna, to some, somebody? We, this is Glenn Beck. Some cuckoo crazy. He's here in Utah, as far as I can tell. Oh, in, in, in the audio. Yes. Yes. The, Hopefully not. He's still here. There no. would be no reason for him to still be here. No, dear God. All no. the candidates have left. But Glenn Beck in yeah. a, at a political rally for Ted Cruz. <laughs> okay. And he's, yeah. So he's here in Utah and he knows, he knows who's in the crowd. Yeah. So here, here's him going. But I have a special message for the people of Utah. And a message that I haven't said to anybody else because I'm not of their faith and I don't have any right to speak to them in these tones. But I believe the Book of Mormon. I believe it to be true. I believe every word of it. I'm a convert since 2000. So I come to it with a different perspective. Many people here came to it through your family. And many people take it for granted. But let me tell you this. It's either true or it's not. And that book spells out in great detail what things look like before the Lord comes back. And he gave us that book so we can protect freedom here. He also gave us that book so we would know what to do at the time. Now, you either believe that or you don't. You either believe that to be true. It's not just a book. Then let the priesthood lead. 
priesthood holders, stand up and take your staff. You are the guardian at the gate. Priesthood holders, take your staff. It's either right or it's wrong. You either believe it's, it's, or you don't. It's either true or it's not. It's either black or it's white. Well, he's not wrong about the Book of Mormon. <laughs> it's either true or it's not. I mean, he's wrong about which part of that question he falls on. <laughs> like, he's definitely wrong there. Right, right. But it is... It, I, I think he's on safe footing to say it's either true or it's not. Oh, poor Glenn Beck. Oh, he likes to Gen yell. Glenn Black. He likes to yell. You and I were talking about him earlier about the fact that, like, it seems like it would be a good PR move for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to take one of their most famous members and, like, call him to a leadership position within the church <laughs> no, not that man that would never happen with glenn beck he hollers uh, yeah he's a hollerer no like not to yell not not oh the God. thing to do let the priesthood lead i would now the that's f- fuck is he talking about he's, well he's 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 crazy i love that what see because what he did was he managed to like not even dog whistle just out and out say if you're Mormon, <laughs> then you have to listen to me. Uh-huh. And then and then he didn't he didn't come out and say it, but then he implies by by the by where he is that the Mormons have to do have to vote the the to be a good Mormon you vote for Ted Cruz. Oh yeah. Like that's what he's saying. Oh yeah. If 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 you have a temple recommend you vote for Ted Cruz. That seems reasonable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Ted Cruz. Absolutely. Choose oh. or choose cruise. Choose cruise. Signs say. Choose cruise. Choose. There should cruise. be a. There should or be. Or not. There should be some new signs that say Jews choose cruise. <laughs> it's for you know. It's for a, it's 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 a niche thing. Yeah. Yeah. Certain parts of Brooklyn or whatever. Right. Jews choose cruise or lose. Well, we had uh, we had some folks write into us, mm. even call Ooh. into us. Uh, so Indeed. we 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 should we should answer them. Yes. Uh, this is this comes to us from Azlock, uh, who writes in, "Hey, dudes, uh, a discussion regarding art that I find immensely interesting is the concept of supporting the art versus supporting the artist, and." Example would be uh, Roman Polanski. Whatever you think of his uh, personal morals and conduct in regards to sexual abuse, can you still enjoy his movies? Mm -hmm. Uh, I have not come to a definitive answer myself. I am therefore in a position where I gauge every case on its merits and circumstances. Ah. Uh, He gives some other examples. Um, But the question is, uh, does it... Is the question of, con- does consuming the art validate the personal life and or support 
the conduct of the artist. Uh, interesting. Uh, he, uh, he, has, he says, my go-to example is the author John Ringo. Um, he was the first time he was the first time this concept hit me in the face in a manner which I could not avoid it. He writes science fiction. He is fiercely right wing. And uh, and though some of his sci fi does show this, especially if you know about his leanings. Oh, and some of his uh, sci fi does show this, especially if you know about his leanings and go looking for those instances. But in one of his books, he had an epilogue about how the U.N. and international war crime system is bad. Normally, I would just skip it. But the. Uh, this was in an audiobook, and therefore, at first, felt like part of an actual story. So I listened, part of the actual story. So I listened and got dumped on. <laughs> I still hugely enjoy his books, but I despise him as a person. My main problem, uh, so yes, it's that is the con the the conduct of the artist versus the con uh, the personal life. Uh -huh. uh, so his TL his TLDR is does buying Justin Bieber's music support asshole an asshole's lifestyle? <laughs> I I remember we had the conversation um about this when um Ender's Game. Mm. Or we were talking about Orson Scott Card and right. because he had said some really homophobic things. Yeah. Um, he's a Mormon and he's a Mormon and blah blah blah. Um it's a tricky one. It is a tricky one, especially because, like, if something, especially when it's a piece of work that you uh, digested at a point in your life before you knew right. what this person was all about, and that thing really meant something to you. Yeah. Right? Um, I wouldn't seek out an Orson Scott card novel now hmm. um because because it's kind of tainted I, in your mind tainted right like yeah. the, the the personality behind it isn't someone that i want to be supporting and i would and i and i know that i'd be questioning everything that i was that i was reading right right and the, the intent and the I, I don't think i'd just be able to like fall into it right in the same way i mean i think again. one part of this question is you know you could ask would I go to because there's a there are two questions. Would I check this this book out of a library uh -huh. versus would I buy this book? Because one actually like economically supports the artist, the person. Right. Okay. So, and I'm I'm actually going to bring uh, another uh, email into this discussion, and maybe we should even bring the <sighs> voicemail into yeah, this discussion. Yeah, I mean that's such a. a because this is a very because there seems to have been multiple people converging around a topic that I think is 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 sort of worthy of discussion, mm -hmm. um, and that is what can we support and what can't we? I mean, it's like can we go back and watch and, and laugh at an old uh, Bill Cosby comedy show? Right, Bill Cosby himself, one of the. I mean, it was used universally acclaimed as one of the, the greatest comedy specials, perhaps of all time. I watched it like a million times when yeah. I was a kid. Uh -huh. Like, I have that thing memorized. Yeah. It was delightful. Yeah. The show, the Cosby show, uh -huh. so much fun because right. of him. He was a delight on right. those shows. But little did we know. Right, right. And now. He was some sort of sexual predator monster right you know so now like what what does it all mean allegedly allegedly <laughs> what it's, 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 oh we're protected now it's so weird um yeah it is it's 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 interesting when 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 people get tainted like that mm. um i 
I don't know that I would seek out anything Bill Cosby. I would definitely leave out the lesser Cosbys. The lesser for sure. Cosbys. You know, the the... What was the, he did some movies that were no good. You, you don't want to watch Leonard Part Six. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, you know, like leave out those, and you know, like. But who knows? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to read this other vo- email because I, I, it, it, I feel like it's related. Uh, hi guys, I was a rather ignorant. I was rather ignorant of the LDS church until I started listening to your podcasts. Now I can't imagine I would ever, for example, vote for a presidential candidate who was a member. I wouldn't want to do anything. We did did the Lord's work there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I wouldn't want to do anything that, that may benefit the church directly or indirectly. Recently, I was considering a significant purchase, and during a text chat with a company representative, I learned they were located in Utah. I immediately Googled the city and it looked like it had a significant church presence and population. Uh, I asked the sales guy if the company was in any way affiliated with the church, and he stated they were not. I didn't proceed with the purchase, mainly because I didn't believe him. (laughs) I just thought, uh, I just didn't want to take a chance that my purchase could benefit the regressive church. Do we have any idea what the product was? No. Uh. He says, did I overreact? Uh, Did I, I... I know that not every business in Utah is owned by Mormons. Probably majority isn't. But would it be? A, but what would be a good way for someone to check if a business is tied to the church in some way? Oh. How could we ensure we are not indirectly supporting the church financially? They own stock in everything, dude. Right. So like, yeah. I mean, you, are you going to stop drinking Pepsi? Right. Here's the thing. I, and and you know I have been struggling with this recently or, or for a while in my own mind because there's the things like uh, there's the question of can you eat at Chick Fil A. Because they, because the owners of Chick Fil A hate the gays. They're, know, they're evangelical Christians, and they just hate the gays. So, can you eat a Chick Fil A? But that sandwich is so good. This is my point. <laughs> how, how can you not eat a Chick? <laughs> no, well, <clears throat> you're going to deprive yourself of a little piece of chicken with a pickle on it, right? Between two pieces of bread. It's toasted bread. Toasted bread. My <laughs> God, even worse, right? Here's like you're you're gonna deprive yourself of that. Here's where, but here's for some. But here's what <laughs> I here's what I've been thinking them. about. There is a difference between supporting a company, yeah, and supporting the owner of that company. There mm. is an actual difference there, and I don't think that I buy hmm. that supporting a company. Now, here's the thing: if a corp, if the corporate practices of that company. I disagree with, for instance, Hobby Lobby, right? Where the corporate, ex- the express corporate practices are discriminatory and are yeah. stupid and are anti-woman and anti-gay or whatever, right? That I that I think you, you gotta boycott, right? You gotta you gotta not go. Well, However, I mean, when it's just when because let me tell you something: I the person at the top of every company in the in America, I promise you. Is an asshole <laughs> in some way. I promise you that the the owner of every privately owned company, the CEO of every company on the planet, is a <laughs> fucking asshole. And you would hate that person if you want if you knew that person. Oh, Dan, I, you were really. There are Donald Trumps scattered <laughs> from I, from you, one side of the world to the other. You might be putting too fine a point on this, Dan. 
Well, here, but my point is this. Because, uh, like, you can't say that they're all. No. You can't. Of course not. You can't. But my point, is, my point isn't that they're all assholes. My point is that we don't, there are plenty of, like, horrible assholes that we just don't know because they're quiet about it. Right. Now, that is, that's a great point. But is that, is that what they've, is that the risk that they're running by being vocal? Right. You own, sure. a, you own a large company and you decide that you're going to use the platform that that company has afforded you, right? To be a And dick. that prominence to publicly be a dick, to publicly denounce certain, you know, uh, parts of our society. So the argument that you're so, making is I, something I along know, the line. I, I think or, I'm asking more a question. Sure. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly where I fall. Or the argument this. that that statement might lead to right. okay. sure. is... is we need to boycott uh, these things to make sure that we as a society stop these assholes from making their or, – or, or we make it known to them in a way that they'll feel right. that we don't approve of that language. Now, now, here's the deal. Here's what's funny about me is I hate boycotts. Yeah. I think they're stupid, yeah. right? <laughs> but I won't eat at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I won't. I won't because right? because it's because it's the uh, it's, it's and, and it's, it's not because of like a, a an organized boycott or anything, like they're just bad sandwiches. I love their sandwiches. <laughs> the stupid pickle. The pickle is what kills me more than any. I'm, you're you're no, off. You're, the, you, you've you've gone off topic now. <laughs> you've gone off. No, topic. I I um there there there's something that is is sort of stuck in me that I just can't. I just can't. There's an emotional. And it has nothing to do with the the sandwich, right? Um, I do think the pickle is stupid, but that's that's beside the point, right? Um, it's just I just can't get past it. You know, for the longest time, I wouldn't get gas at what was it Exxon, right? You know, because they were they were being weird about the gays way back in the day, right? You know, and you know, and Coors the, beer, Coors wouldn't touch Coors beer, right? Wouldn't touch Bud Light either, but. But that's that's a but here's thing. where I'm getting at. Here's where what one of the places that I've come down on this is that I support an individual society member, an individual citizen of this country's right to speak out in a way, you know, to to speak their mind in terms of political and and social, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, things, right. I I I feel very strongly about that. Okay, that people sh in this country should feel uh, should should be part of the national discussion. That yeah. a person should be right. I feel also very strongly that a company should not be right. So, what did Chick Fil A guy do? I don't know. Remind he, us he, all. He's just a Christian-y guy, and he he's just he said some homophobic shit. Said some right? homophobic shit. Did he change the policies of his company in some no, way? No, they hire gay people. They, you know, they, they're, I mean, that's a pretty good point, Dan, but Hobby Lobby, dicks. Ho Hobby Lobby as a company has, pro they, ha they ha behave, behave in a way poorly. that, right, that, that I can't that you, support. Right. Okay. And there are valid uh, alternatives. Okay. For my, all of my crafting needs, <laughs> you know, absolutely. When I need to get my Rick Rack. Yeah. I can there go are to Michael's to go. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's an, that's an excellent point. So, uh, so like, so the, so Robinson who wrote in and said, and, and said, you know, I don't want to buy from a company that's in Utah for fear of supporting the church. Right. Well, a, I, I, 
you know, what you're doing is you're participating in commerce. Right. There's a huge difference between participating in commerce and, you know, buying a product at a fair price from someone selling that product and donating or and, you know, okay. I feel like there's a very big difference between those two things. Right. And I feel like even if it's owned, I mean, and, and chances are the know, company, like, chances are the company's not owned by the church. The right. church Just does not do that. Utah, yeah. They, the church, the, I mean, the only companies that the church owns are like, like a couple of huge ranches in Australia and like and a giant shopping mall, a downtown. big shopping mall in Salt Lake City. Yeah. But they don't, they don't own like companies that sell stuff. Not that I know of. No. Unless it's like temple garments. Yeah, but even then they, I mean, was Desert Book ever owned by the church? I don't think so. And if it was, I don't think they own it now. Right. There's affiliations and stuff, but I just, I feel like. No, no, no. no. The, I think stuff. they do own Desert Book. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and, and Desert News. Shirley Dew was like the head of it, right? Yeah, I think they're associated. Or was that her name, Shirley Dew? Cheryl Dew? Something like that? I the head of the Relief Society for a while. Um, it's, but this is a, I mean, this is a grapply point. This is, but it's an important thing for us to discuss. Because, right. because, you know, where your dollars go can matter. Mm -hmm. Where your money goes can make a difference. Mm -hmm. But I, I, if, if an organization is exceptionally reprehensible to you, I could see as an organization, as an organization, and they like, have so the to, LDS church, like the LDS church, right? And you know that they own outright some company, sure. Right? It's not that they just own you know twenty percent of stock in whatever soda company, right? Uh, then I, I, I guess you could, if they own, you could it, avoid it. Sure, why I'm, not? If they own, if, it. if it's a, a, exceptionally reprehensible to you, right? Uh, I guess that's the thing is. But the thing is that, like, you know, there there are Nazi groups out there who are invested in on the stock market. Sure, right. So, like, if you if you buy something from J.C. Penney, you might be supporting a you know a neo Nazi group in 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 Idaho. You might right. they might have made some money off of off of that purchase. Right. Some tiny thing. Well, they they run that really good bakery downtown. That's so good. So, I have no I'm idea. sorry. I will. I will eat. I'll eat the Nazi cookies. Nazi cakes are the best <laughs> cakes. If you go to Nazi cakes, get their red velvet. Oh. Trust me, you won't. You'll be kicking yourself if you don't. Unbelievable. <laughs> you just have to get over that whole. They call it the swastika you know, cake. I know that feels bad. Thing. <laughs> the swastika. It's swastika cake. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrestle with the whole. The whole like boycott thing. Yeah. Actually, I don't wrestle with boycotts. I think they're silly, uh, and and proven to be pretty ineffective. I just I just choose as a private citizen to avoid places that I have problems with, and it's you hard. Know? And I kind of just keep it to myself. And right. I, if I was with a group of people who were all wanted to go to Chick Fil A, I I would probably say you know that's not my. I really don't like that. Can we go to Arby's? <laughs> what a what a splendid alternative <laughs> yeah i mean sure and we have emotions we are humans we have right. emotions and there are going to be moments where like you just can't get over it right like yeah i'm probably never going to enjoy 
even the old funny Bill Cosby comedy ever again. Yeah. I'm probably just not going to be able to do it because I, I have associations. Yeah. Uh, does that mean that the jokes weren't funny when he made them? No. He could he could make farting noises like no other. <laughs> that that whole that whole that whole uh, bit about about the Lamaze class so funny genius so funny just genius yeah too bad it's gone now. Dad eats cake or dad 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 is great. Gives us chocolate cake. Gives us chocolate cake. Uh, yeah. The 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 point is uh, I think that it may taint it for you. Yeah. But I mean yeah if there's art that you enjoy there's art that you enjoy. And uh, the, as long as the art itself isn't reprehensible. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you go back and we don't know how big a dick uh, Titian was or or Rubens, (laughs) those people might have been the biggest assholes on the earth. (laughs) You just don't know. Like, we don't know where this stuff is going. So just, uh, you know what? Do your commerce. Uh, do, Do you. Huh. But if you do know for a fact that, like, the artist who created, you know, the song that you really like is a sh- is a shitbox, maybe you don't want to support them yeah. financially. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely go, don't go to a concert because that's where they benefit the most. That's where they get the, the most money. <laughs> also, you'll be surrounded by people who support shitboxes. Uh. That's, that's why I don't go to Dixie Chicks concerts. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, I, you know, I liked the insane clown posse uh, <laughs> for the longest time. Oh. And then I found out who they were. Oh, ah, it's such it's good so, music. Um, well, and, and the, the, the crowd is what you go for. You go for the. For well, that was the mistake. I showed up to one of the concerts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those juggalos are the best. I was like, who are, why are there so many juggalos here? It's like, why? <laughs> What are you doing at my favorite you band's all concert? You ruined <laughs> Insane Clown Posse for me. <laughs> Madam, put your shirt on. How dare you? <laughs> What's the soda they spray on the... Fago? Is that something, or something like, like that? I don't know what it oh is. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Anyway, uh, do you want to play the voicemail? It's Let's kind of along the, the same lines, and we'll just, we'll just uh, say the same thing we just said. Okay. Hi, Frank. Hi, Dan. I was just listening to the 226 podcast, and I just wanted to comment on the takedown of Mother Teresa because I wanted to say, how on earth is she the problem? She, that's like blaming a bad movie going bad because of the star of the movie. And we all know that there's a lot more cogs in that spiel, you know? Come on. Give it a break. Mother Teresa wasn't a bad person. She was a cog, and she was probably a lot more clueless than you even want to realize. I mean, she was from, from effing Croatia, a country most people don't even know. Oh, no, it wasn't even Croatia. Oh, shoot. Dang, it's the other one next to it. Look it up. Go to a map. Anyway, she was from BFE World that I can't even remember the name of the country. No, she's not the problem. The Catholic Church is the problem. And so don't ever do this argument again because I've heard it three times on your show. Please stop talking about Mother Teresa as if she's a bad woman. 
She was doing the best she could do in a really horrible organization. She was like high management in the Catholic Church. Start blaming the right people. Bye. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to be honest. The the connection that I was making between between those uh, emails and this voicemail in my head uh, probably wasn't right. It wasn't okay. working. Okay. Uh, I so was I'm curious gonna... to see where you were going with it, but I have a connection, but it's too tenuous to really, to really do. So let's just talk about mother Teresa and let's just Absolutely. talk about this whole thing. Okay. So mother, the, what we talked about on mother Teresa, we brought up the fact that, uh, she, you know, ran this, uh, what would you call it? Hospital or a hospice series, she, she, type well, thing. She ran a series of hospitals. She, right. She ran but it, the one that she's famous for is really the one in Calcutta. Right. Uh, that's what got her famous. Right. Right. And that's what got the dollars pouring in. Right. And to her order, to her order, she ran an order of nuns. Yes. That were, that were their own little kind of organization. Right. And the point here, which I don't know if we pressed hard enough <laughs> on the point, uh, is that she believes in this or believed in, in this idea that suffering is what brought you closer to Christ. Exactly. Right. And so the suffering of these people was not something to prevent. To alleviate. Exactly. Or to help. Exactly. You like medicine that could cure them or at least take away the pain, not provided. Correct. She would she allow them, them she gave suffer. them a space to convalesce. Yes. And feel shitty. Yes. Until and she, they died. And she enjoyed that. She was uh, she, like the she whole promoted that. The whole point was make sure they feel awful. And she would watch people die right. who had been in her quote unquote care. Right. Uh, so that she could be there as close to the moment as they, they passed over in their suffering. The closest moment that they would ever be to Christ in her mind. Right. So. Right. So. That's that's the now point that, that we were making. Now that now, said, the Catholic Church has a lot of organizations within it mm-hmm. that do really good work. Sure, that are that, that are kind and that are helpful. Right. And so to say that the the problem isn't with uh, Mother Teresa herself, yeah. but with the church is just fallacious. It's just right. it, because the church itself didn't hand this they idea down to her that her to do that. She, she picked it out of the doctrine somewhere. Oh, but it's, she, it's she, in there. She, uh, she's the one who, who, was, who was promoting what she was promoting, which was the suffering of people who were already at the lowest rung of uh, society. Right. Right. So, the poorest of the poor. So to pick on Mother Teresa isn't about like some sort of backwoods old, little old lady who, who, you know, right. who was just part of a machine. Right. No, quite the opposite. There's a real reason why we need to make sure that we pick on Mother Teresa. Right. Because we can't allow that kind of shit to happen. Right. And she, you know, there was a propaganda machine that, that cropped up around her. Yeah. And, and, and sent shitloads of money in mm-hmm. to make people suffer. The, the media has always presented Mother Teresa as a saint. Well, yeah. and, and not only, and guess what? She's about to be sainted. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, she's, she's the go-to, like when you say, well, that person is a mother Teresa, you know, if you want to say no mother Teresa, if you want to say someone is great or yeah. if you, you know, is, is, is super kind. Yeah. She's, she's the synecdoche 
Yes. Go indeed. to Synecdoche for that. Uh-huh. No, it's true. That's your uh, and, vocabulary and, word of the day. And therein <clears throat> lies the problem. And that's why, that's why it's important to keep talking about Mother Teresa and, 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 and to make sure that people don't buy the media message, the message that's being fed to you right. about Mother Teresa. Because I was actually thinking about this. I was like, you know, if I said something bad about Mother Teresa around my mother, mm. she, your Mormon mom, my Mormon mom, she would, I think she would be offended. Mm. I think she would be really bothered yeah. that I would dare say something about such a good woman who was doing good, blah, 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 blah. And I would have to look at her and go, why in God's name are you defending a Catholic nun? Yeah. Right? Because you believe that the Catholic Church is, is the whore of Babylon. <laughs> right. It's true. Right? So, like, wh- wh- why have you bought this message of all people? Right? But in fairness, like, I'll defend a Catholic nun who actually did awesome stuff. Sure. But the point is that we've, been, we've all been I lied wouldn't. to. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's a nun. Nuns. String Eat her all. up. <laughs> <laughs> we've but got, but we've got, you get my point, right? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. And, and, and the larger point is you've been lied to and we all need to know about this. Right. Because, because a, an atrocity took place right. and it, she's being heralded. And so, so, dear caller, I would first ask you, do you like Christopher Hitchens? You may or may not. Uh, either way, look up Hell's Angel. Christopher, type, in, type into Google. Christopher Hitchens, Hell's Angel angel yeah it's a half hour documentary on mother Teresa. you'll learn a lot and it 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 really lays it out there as to why this woman is not what she's been made out to to be right so all right i'm going to move us on one more one more email real really quickly uh hello franklin and dan uh i have so i've noticed that you often use religious expressions when you discuss the podcast uh, or okay. discuss on the podcast. Okay. Like, oh my God, God bless her, Jesus, etc. Yeah. I do this and it bugs me. Oh. So can we do a nice little podcast workshop exercise to come up with good atheist expressions? Oh. <clears throat> Some suggestions come to me. Jeebus. Oh my fuck. Uh, as you can see, I need more ammunition. Please come to my assistance. Love the podcast. Never stop. Frederick. I like Fragnamit. Here's the thing, like Jeebus is just, you're just saying Jesus with a different word. That's all you're yeah, doing. Yeah. What I've come to, and this is, this is what, because I, I struggled with this too. I'm like, why am I using phrases that aren't mine? Right. And what I've come to is, no, they actually are. Mm-hmm. Phrases like, oh my God, or Jesus Christ, or used as an expletive, don't belong to the church. Those actually belong to society. The problem is that we use we use these as cultural uh, as cultural markers, uh-huh. just like any swear word. We need to have strong language. There needs to be in our language strong phrases. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you know, saying some saying avoiding "oh my god" as an expression right means that we're cutting out a societally understood strong phrase. Right. If I say. Oh my heck, it means something very different right. societally, culturally, right. than oh my God. Well, yeah, but I mean, why do you have to say, oh my God, couldn't you just go, shit? I could, but I'm just saying like, I have no, it's, r- it's not, a, it, there's no, it's not following the same pattern. So it doesn't feel like you're trying to emulate something else. Oh crap. 
yeah, it just means something different. It's there are there are nuances to these things. Yeah, I know. And I personally, but, I think that that these are cultural word, phrases, not religious phrases. Oh, okay. Because because we as a culture haven't come. Well, maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is we as a culture haven't come up we with moved on, and that's what he's asking alternatives. Us to do. Okay, he's asking. Let's us come up with some alternative session for some strong phrases <clears throat> that sound strong. Right. Right. That, that have have uh that, that have real meaning have so the, it's not fragnamic right? well they don't have to have meaning that's the thing the, what we're talking about is expletives we're talking about words i mean all no word has meaning until we give it meaning so all we need to do is come up with a society but the problem well, is then you might as well just make like moaning sure, sounds but no, but the problem is that we need societal buy-in in order for any of this to have that strength which is why you use existing words like fuck shit. Yeah, exactly. You like need- if what you're looking for is strength in your language and let's face it, the ability to offend right. in your language yeah. as well. We need that. Um, and because you know, you, you, you consider your audience who's sure. in the room. Sure. Okay. Well, crap will suffice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you, if, yeah, if you're, if you're in the old folks home where grandma lives, uh, huh. You're not going to say the strongest thing that comes to mind yeah. because you can because you can have just as much impact yeah. with a much lower word. Yeah. Um, well, poop, Grandma. I just don't see how that works. Well, he's just a mother effer. He's just a, a mother heifer. He's just a bad man. <laughs> um, so I think I, I don't know. I what's a good a good oh my god equivalent. <sighs> but, I don't know. I've been arguing to go along with his thing, and I don't. I don't know that I even have any. <laughs> because here's here is the is deal it, for me. Can, can we wait? Can we can we find a figurehead that we can swear on that isn't Jesus or God? Can we find Ronald Reagan? That would offend some people, some parts of this country. Ronald fucking Reagan. <laughs> Joseph McCarthy in a handbasket. What is happening here? But once again, it's the point of societal buy-in. Right. Because if you sound like a doofus right. while doing it, then uh, there, go, there it goes. Yeah. You just lost the whole thing. Yeah, you, you lost so, the plot. I don't know. I've never had, and this was, goes to the point that you were making earlier, I've never had any problem with just saying the words. Jesus Christ, just say Jesus the fucking Christ. words. I think I think it's fun to say Jesus Christ. It is kind of fun, you know, and because I know that it, it, that it has that it's that it's especially you know with the people that surround us, right? It's a little risky. Yeah, right? you might ooh, you go you're you're you find yourself in one of the suburbs, and you're in the supermarket, you know. Yeah, that oh, one. Jesus, that will really offend somebody, you know. And all the while, not looking like the type of person that they would want to so easily dismissive of mm. right see so see yeah i know i don't know uh um, if you really need to eliminate it i'm going to propose that you swear on on ronald reagan <laughs> uh, but otherwise just uh, yeah just i use the words yeah just the words suffice that's why they're there they're, so they're you know i yeah. mean you could try to start your own thing i personally i love the 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 really the ones that make you still think of the thing like like mother effer, like mm-hmm. I love saying that one at work. Um, I call, uh, I walk in, and uh, 
I'll I'll say that everything's a a, cluck, uh, a fuster cluck. A fuster cluck, sure. Uh, you know, like I love making people think of the f word, uh, even when you're not saying it. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. that's what that's what we believe. <laughs> and I'm going to transition now. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, segue and let's keep it brief, Dan. Yeah, yeah. We've been blabbering. Because, uh, this the second seg- segment went long. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the articles of LDS faith. Yes. Written uh, by one Joseph Smith. That's another one you can swear on. <laughs> well, no, he's religious again. No, Joseph F. Smith. Anyway, um, uh, that's a different guy. That. I don't know. I kind of like that, actually. I, I, might, I, I might start doing that. that one. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, they have. So he outlined 13 different articles of faith, yeah. most of which are might some of which might surprise our listeners, I think. Uh, most of which are really just sort of tame. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of which are there just to differentiate Mormonism from mainstream Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is easy. We believe in God, the eternal father, and in his son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. I think that that one is to uh, claim Christianity. Yes. So the first one is to claim we are... Yes, we're Christians, We folks. are Christians. Uh, they... Uh they don't say anything about the Trinity and the fact that they don't believe in the Trinity there. Right, but, right. There's uh, they're separate entities. Yeah. And 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 so and so they are separated in the in the wording. Right. But, but yeah. But the beyond that, one, you, you you don't see it. The okay. second one is directly attacking sort of Catholicism, I think. Yes. Uh, which is we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgression. Original sin. They don't believe in it. We don't believe in original sin. <clears throat> you don't, Dan? Uh, I don't believe in original sin. Okay, good. Definitely. I'm not even <laughs> clear on whether or not I believe in the concept of sin in general. Oh, Daniel. I know. Okay. Uh, we believe that... This is number three. Through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Yes. Once again, we've differentiated ourselves because it's not saved through grace... Right. Saved through works. So they're, they're, uh, they're saying, hey, you Baptists, you, you Anabaptists over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not grace. We believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are, first, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's nice. Second, mm. repentance. Third, baptism by immersion for the remission of sins. And fourth, laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Mm. Okay. Uh, Whatever. Just, just to be clear, the, those hands go on your head. <laughs> laying yes I, I, I would be the baptism nice. by immersion that's right? important oh one. yeah no sprinkling no sprinkles you, you allowed have, you have to get all the way under and as a matter of fact if your clothing doesn't quite go down under doesn't quite dip below the surface doesn't count doesn't count we got to do it again god god is a god of technicalities god our god can't see past <laughs> little mistakes <laughs> so better do it right uh, okay um Oh, this one is also... Okay. Do you want to take this one? Yes. It's very interesting. Number five. We believe that a man must be called of God by prophecy and by the laying on of hands by those who are in authority to preach the gospel and administer in the ordinances thereof. Now, this one's interesting because one could ask the question, since this religion only started a couple hundred years ago, Mm -hmm. uh... Well, wait. Where does your authority come from? Who, who did the laying on of hands mm-hmm. for Joseph? Oh, they have an answer. They do have an answer. <laughs> do you want to tell? 
Well, they believe that uh, John the Baptist <laughs> came down and conferred that authority, right? Or the, yeah. the, the apostles, it's Peter, a- Paul, and Mary yeah. came down. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it came down from heaven. And uh, he knelt in in a uh-huh. in a grove of trees. Yeah, and they conferred all of this onto yeah, him. Yeah, it was Peter, Paul, and Pete, John, Paul, and Peter. Peter, yeah. Paul, and Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, <laughs> I wanted it to be Peter, Paul, and Mary. So bad. I think it is. I think uh, that's right. So Peter, James, and John. You're totally right. Uh, uh, came down. Because Peter had the keys of the priesthood. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number six is, uh, they believe, so here's a claim that they make right in their articles of faith that I think they don't actually believe. Uh, they claim to number six. Okay. Uh, we believe in the same organization that existed in the primitive church, namely apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and so forth. Yeah. I don't, you don't think they believe that? No. I think if we researched the uh, the primitive church. Oh, no. I think what they believe is that what it looks like today is what the primitive church looked like. Regardless of regardless what. Regardless of what the. What historians might tell yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. totally how That's the, true. the Mormons parse it I out. just love that they use, the, they use words. Did you ever hear the word pastor any time in the Mormon church? No. 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 Well, I they, mean, when did he write this? Because evangelists, I mean, you yeah. don't hear that word. No, but that's what was going on in upstate New York when this right. would have been written. Right, exactly. Uh, let, let me, number seven is a fun one. Dan. Okay. We believe in the gift of tongues, prophecy, revelation, visions, healing, interpretation of tongues, and so forth. That sounds very uh, not Mormon. No. But they have a Mormon interpretation. What's amazing about that is that, like, you say that, and boy, you're suddenly thinking of the Pentecostals freeing up their tongue, baby. Yeah. No, this is... This is not what Mormons do. If you go into a Mormon church on fast and testimony meeting, and they and you go up to the mic, and you start going, Hamela Semina! They, they are going be to be out. They're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. At you. After their butts unclench. Right. Uh, no, they, they, inter- they say that the gift of tongues is what the, the little 19 year old missionaries uh, have when they go to a foreign country and they learn a foreign language. The, they learn a language. Now, there are actual stories in Mormon history. Of people standing up in a Mormon church and saying saying a bunch of nonsense, and then someone else saying, uh, "Brother so and so was speaking in the language of Adam." Oh, you're yeah, you're right. I've heard those. And here's the and here's the interpretation of that. Yes. So that is so like yeah. Early on, they were early on. There was there was like speaking in tongues. That was the thing. But the problem with that. Is that that doesn't really work for a very buttoned-downed church no. where the beliefs are all very tightly controlled and centrally determined by right. the prophet. Yeah. Right. So if all of a sudden somebody can just stand up and speak in the language of Adam, right, and there's something new that comes along that nobody's heard of, what do you do with it? What do you do? Oh, what? What? Do you do? <laughs> Trouble. We've never heard this before. Yeah, if you spoke in tongues at a Mormon church, they, oh, the horror that you would see in these people's eyes would be unrivaled. That would be a fun experiment, Dan. It would be a delightful experiment. Plant uh, someone in one part of the chapel mm-hmm. and then someone in the other part of the chapel. The problem <laughs> is you would need 
people that are known to them because everybody knows everybody right in the ward and so but but if you could somehow pull it off you do it at steak so, conference yeah where people don't know people each other don't know each other very well because steak conference so a steak is like a a, a group of wards it's all it, you know five or six different right. wards come feed into the one steak so you have the speaker <laughs> in the adamic language right and then you have on the, the other side of the room who stands up <gasps> I know what Brother Johnson was saying. It was crystal clear. It's been revealed to me. <laughs> I give him a taste of some good old-timey Mormonism. <laughs> Which 90% of the people in the room don't even know existed. Right, exactly. We believe, number eight, it, the Bible to be the word of God. And here's some interesting language. As far as it is translated correctly. Yeah, he was... We yeah. also believe the Book of Mormon to be the word of God. Yes. Like Glenn Beck said. <laughs> Every goddamn word of it. Yeah. So the Mormons will, uh, they have the, their Joseph Smith translation, but they are, they'll be in general dismissive of parts of the Bible that don't fit with In their general. Like, and it's interesting, the Mormon translation that they like the most uh, is a German, is a translation of the Bible into German. Mm. But the English translation that they like the most is still the King James. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you go. None of, none, of this, uh, none of this new English translation or whatever. There's a million translations, but no, they like, they like the old-timey talk. Yes. In part because the Book of Mormon itself is old-timey talk. Is written to sound like the King James Bible. Yes, indeed. Okay, number nine. We believe all that God has revealed, all that he does now reveal. And we believe that he will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God. This is really just saying we get to say new things. Yes. The, the whole thing is, the whole thing of that one is uh, we get to, uh, we, we, we get to we say get to reveal things. Yep. God has said something. It's not set in stone. Right. God is... A, God's active. This one's interesting. So now we come to the uh, the Battlestar Galactica um, uh, <laughs> article oh. of faith. Oh, gods of Kolob. We believe in the little literal gathering of Israel and in the restoration of the ten tribes that Zion, and yes, we're Mormons, so we do not say Zion. Uh-uh. Zion, the new Jerusalem, will be built upon the American continent. That Christ will reign personally upon the earth, and that the earth will be renewed and receive its paradisical glory. Paradisiac, paradisiacal glory. That is not a word. Pretty sure that's not a word. Paradisical. Paradisiacal. Paradisiacal. Anyway, let's not get hung up on that. Uh, the ten tribes. I never understood it. I never, yeah. I never knew anything about it. But, there's, but, if, but if you watch Battlestar Galactica, both old and new, they will talk about the Ten Tribes, and that's because it was written by a Mormon guy. It was, a, it was created by a Mormon dude. Oh, well, right? Don't they, 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 they talk about the Twelve Tribes. Twelve Tribes. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, Eleven. We claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience, and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, or what they may. An interesting one, and one that I should bring up if I ever decide to join the Satanic Temple and ask to pray <laughs> at the Capitol. 
Yeah. Uh, however, they while, the, while they claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of their f- firmly held, sincerely held religious beliefs. Yes. Uh, number 12 says, and this one's really interesting to me. We believe in being subject to kings, presidents, rulers, and magistrates in obeying, honoring, and sustaining the law. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. That's because Mormons are passive-aggressive, not (laughs) aggressive-aggressive. So if you have a law that we don't like, we'll just, well, we'll obey it, but we will grumble to ourselves (laughs) an awful lot. It's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, all right. And, and then, then we come to the one that actually like started me thinking about this as a subject for our podcast, because it, I learned it as a song in primary, uh, in, which is the children's uh, thing in Mormon church. Uh, there are songs for all of these, by the way, so that you memorize them right. without actually thinking about them. That it's very useful to memorize these without actually knowing what they might mean. Oh yeah. Well, um, but what I was thinking is, I these popped into my head, and I was like, ninety percent of what this this last article of faith says is just nice. It's I totally agree. Uh, so so here it comes. We believe. Oh, also by the way, uh, it sounds like the Boy Scout motto or the Boy Scout law or whatever it is. <laughs> we believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and in doing good to all men. Indeed, we may say that we follow the admonition of Paul. We believe all things. We hope all things. We have endured many things and hope to be able to endure all things. If there is anything virtuous, lovely, or of good report or praiseworthy, we seek after these things. Now, the whole we believe all things, I don't know. I don't know what that means. They don't. What does that even mean? We believe all things. We (laughs) hope all things. Do you hope that a giant beaver will swallow the earth? <laughs> I don't think you do. That's a thing. Well, that's absurd, Dan. Of course it is. Um, so you, you, this whole but honest, like, true, chaste, do you believe we, in being chaste? No, but neither do they. Do you know how many <laughs> children Mormons have? They don't believe in that. Chastity is not a thing they believe in. They believe in not having sex before marriage. <laughs> Does chastity mean not to have sex? Well, that's one meaning of the word. But chastity, but but to chasten oneself is a totally different meaning of the word. Ooh, Should, yeah, do I need to look up the word cha- chaste? Yeah. Well, if 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 you want to, yes. Um, do you believe in being virtuous? I do. Really, having virtues? I do, but not in the way that Mormons believe that word, because Mormons only use the word virtue for one thing. Yes. And that one thing is it means sex. Right. So do you So believe- so the first the first uh uh meaning in at dictionary.com of chaste is refraining from sexual intercourse that is regarded as contrary to morality or religion. Right. So that's what they're talking about there, Dan. Yeah, but there's also like uh you know, uh free from obscenity or decent can mean mm-hmm. chaste, uh, mm-hmm. undefiled or stainless can mean ch- can be a meaning of chaste. Mm-hmm. Uh, pure in style, not oh. excessively ornamented. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting definition, actually. That's a. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's it's a lovely statement. Yeah, 
whatever. It does. Yeah, it doesn't really say anything because no. that there's. And I'm sure that they they feel very proud of this. It's the same thing that it's, everybody believes. It still humans. feels like there's a massive stick up somebody's butt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtue. Now, what fuck is you. I, what's funny is I used to get that totally confused because I had to say that and I had to say the Boy Scout motto, which is the uh, a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly. Brave. Courteous, kind, obedient, brave. cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. It's all the same. List of words. We believe in being a list of words. Yeah, I don't... That whole stand up and recite things is... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, uh, the point is that, yes, if <laughs> I can't... Why wouldn't you seek after anything virtuous, lovely, or of good report or praiseworthy? Of course you do. Everybody seeks after those things. Well, but more do you, but do does everybody have a little statement that says that that's what they do? Oh, that's a good point. You know, Dan, sometimes you have to write things down. Sometimes you have to have a mission statement, Dan. <laughs> you know. And if you keep it broad, to keep everybody on the same page. Yeah. You know. That's true. This yeah. is the corporate mission statement <laughs> at mormon.org. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, all right. Well, if all of that has inspired you truly, you may go and you may find out more by engaging with a missionary of the Mormon Church. Oh, which their uh, whatever page I landed on when I quickly googled this. I uh, in front of me, Mormon.org. Yeah. At the bottom of the page, uh, you have four options. You can find a church, uh-huh. visit with missionaries, order a free book of Mormon, which comes along with a visit with the missionaries yeah uh, they don't tell you that but guess who's delivering yeah or uh, a chat with a mormon which guess what it's a missionary on the other line yeah uh the whole thing is oh boy they like to have you heard it in the glenn beck thing when he's like i am a convert back in 2000 people like yeah oh they love their converts oh. anyway uh good luck to you out there have some fun uh we'd like to uh first i you know I need feedback. Uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to jump in and and say something, because boy, we've said some stuff you may want to respond to. Uh, do it. It's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you can leave us a voicemail message. The number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash tgi atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA members only lounge. That's what you do. You go to. Because we had someone write in, she was, she, he or she was confused about uh, how you get there. You go to Facebook. Yes. You go to the little search part. <laughs> you type TGIA members only lounge. Yes. And you click search. Yes. And then you ask to be a member. Yes. And it will take a minute. It's just not instantaneous, folks. There's somebody on the other end who has to look at you. I, I look through everything. Yeah. And I and then I do a Google search of you, and I find and I hack your phone. And uh, find all your dirty pictures. Yep. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. <laughs> thanks, Mackenzie, for uh, doing our, our Facebook stuff. We really appreciate it. And thanks to you, dear listener, for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.